Welcome to episode number 129 of the Keep Up Podcast. Where we lament the loss of the fourth flavor of ice cream. yourself right now sir so there are three flavors of ice cream right vanilla chocolate and egg banana oh yeah banana egg banana egg banana (laughs) and the fourth flavor is the golden mysterious flavor okay no one knows where it is no one knows where it went but it existed at one point wait so is the third one actually strawberry yeah okay yeah (laughs) and then didn't want to confuse people so these are the three key flavors right the main flavors they're always like instrumental to having the perfect sundae interesting but there's the fourth flavor out there why what makes you believe that an episode of Codename Kids Next Door. Oh. Number five. She goes out and looks for uh, the fourth flavor of ice cream. Do they find it? She finds it and eats it. And at the very end of the episode, she's like, whoa, that tastes just like... And then it ends. Oh, that's it's just... beautiful. I love it. But, I mean, if it tastes like something, then yeah. it can't be great, right? Some things taste great. But, like, if it's the mysterious fourth flavor of ice cream, why would you say this tastes just like... Like that, that doesn't make me like... Well, because it's still a flavor. Strawberry and chocolate and vanilla are... Those ice creams taste like strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla. Right, but why... Like, I feel like it makes it not as exciting. You're thinking, so rather than it being like, this tastes just like, you'd be like, oh, it's... Right. It would just be the thing. Right. I see. Because if you say this tastes just like, it's not as exciting because it's like, okay... It's golden. It's like gold. So it makes me think banana okay. or butterscotch Ooh. or real gold. Right. I've tastes never licked, like real gold. I've never licked a gold bar before. So I imagine it tastes like pennies. Yeah. Sad old pennies. Sad old pennies. Yeah. <laughs> what What would you assign as the fourth? Like, what's the what's the trifecta ice cream? Cos- Cosmopolitan or whatever. Neapolitan. Neapolitan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Makeup Magazine for Teenage Girls is... The official Cosmopolitan ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. Neapolitan, is that what it's called? Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. Give me a break here with that mix Napoleon didn't die for this reason. What, uh, What, if you had to assign a fourth ice cream to that trifecta, making it no longer a trifecta, what would you choose? Chicken. Chicken ice cream? Yep. I think banana or butterscotch might actually be good addition. I think I, I would realistically butterscotch. I think that would be a I good... I can't stop thinking about chicken ice cream now. Okay. <laughs> what did you just say? I butterscotch. Butterscotch. <laughs> your, your brain just... Because it has I to be I saw your eyes go to the back of your head. You were so lost in the well, what chicken are the rules? Thought. It has to be something that you can eat with each of the other flavors. Yeah. Or individually, right? And I think banana would be too... It's too fruity. It is too fruity. Like yeah. it doesn't butterscotch feels more like a vanilla chocolate strawberry. Okay. Even though strawberry you could argue is fruity. It is. But it's You wouldn't it's, even have to argue it. Right, cuz it it's is. It's a fruit. It's, it's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> but when working together, they all make this beautiful ice cream pie. Mm. And butterscotch you can throw in there and they're going to be like, mm. "Do you mix them or do you eat them individually?" 
individually. Yeah. Generally, I don't eat much ice cream though. So. Well, that's where you're wrong, Tim. That's that's it. That's that's, that's where you're doing it wrong. That's my death. Hey, welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, where we talk about ice cream in the beginning sometimes, and then we talk about like TV and movies and stuff, and comic books and books and video games and food and. I think you nailed it. Technology, Technology sometimes. Yeah. Not this episode, though. No. And music and podcasts. Yep. Talk about the things we consume, be it media or food. And uh, you know what I mean? I'm Frank and this is Beans. Frank and Beans coming at you live. Find us on Instagram, the Keep Up Podcast, where we post clippy nips. <laughs> dude, those are <laughs> so <laughs> good. They're pretty good, dude. <laughs> I found I had a I had some editing time the other day. I think we have six on deck and they all made me laugh. The uh, the riddle and outtake one I think is my favorite. That was so. It was. <laughs> I remember the riddle. I don't remember the second part where I'm rubbing my chest. Dude, I didn't remember it either. Um, <laughs> but it, it made me laugh so hard. And then I edited it and I sent it to you. And then I showed Rachel and I was like, "Watch this." I just edited this and she's watching it. And she was super quiet, and I was like, oh, I guess it's not as funny to her. And then I looked over at her, and she was, like, red, like, laughing so hard oh, during the super, silent yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. And, she, <laughs> like, tears were coming out of her eyes. And I was like, oh, you're laughing. I thought you were just being dead silent. Just like, like well, that's a video, I guess. That's funny, yeah. She was, like, crying, so I was pretty amped to post that. Good. And uh, you, too, can have Clippy Nips for $0 at the Keep Up Podcast Keep on Up Instagram. Podcast and YouTube. We're having a video come out. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, dude. This one, I'm excited to see the reaction to it. Yes. No pun intended. I forget. Oh, Wink. now I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty stoked on this one, too. It's a good collection of things in a vidya. Yeah, and it's something, it's different from what we've normally done before. Yeah, this I don't think one. we've ever done this before, right? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, unless you consider like a Let's Play, but nah. we're more like interactive there. That's mad diff, bro. Mad diff. I mean, I guess the VHS video kinda a little bit. It was Not like really our though. I, right. It's uh yeah, you're right, I guess. But it's like our own twist. Yeah. Twisty. On, on the genre, if it's a genre. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. We'll talk about it more next week after it's out. Yeah. Uh yeah. The keep up on YouTube is also a thing you can visit for content. <laughs> that reminds me I had an idea I need to tell you about. All right, let's do it. But later. Oh, okay. For now, let's talk about television. 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 What is the last reality type show you watched? Or is there one that you currently watch? I don't generally watch reality shows. Now, mind you. Okay, so what do you think of when you when you hear reality show? Because it's very different now than it used to be. Mm -hmm. Reality shows used to be just like... Uh, real world. That's that was the first one that came to mind. Right. Yeah. You me know? too. Like, and, uh, and I don't watch any of these, but there's like The Bachelor and yes, The Bachelor dating shows. Yeah. Just anything. Uh, remember Next? Yes, Next. <laughs> I, was that another MTV one? Yeah. 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 MTV had some good classic. They did. <laughs> those are probably so. Whatever funny those are, I don't yeah. even. I'm scared to call them shows because they were just messes. But, but now, like, I guess. Um, even like the the ghost hunting shows or mm -hmm. like all the cooking shows, the, yep. any any kind of game show, I guess, is sort of reality to a degree. Yeah, I yeah, I think so. I wouldn't say like if I think reality TV, I would definitely game show would be farther down the list, right? But there are certain ones like Amazing Race or right. Um, like you said, cooking shows, there's a lot of competitions because it kind of hones in on like the journey of each contestant or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I just finished the, w one of the. One of the ones that I'm like dedicated to is World of Dance. World of Dance. Have you ever seen World of Dance? No. Dude, 
Oh, man. <laughs> it's so, so good. Did you watch this on your own, or did Rachel watch it and you jumped in? 100% Rachel's fault. That's what but I thought. She was, because, you know, there's a bunch of, like, dance shows on TV, and for her, World of Dance, she was like, okay, what you have to look at when you're looking at a show like this is do the judges suck, mm-hmm. or are they annoying? Um because if you can't stand the judges, you're not going to stay with a show like this, right? Right. Because if they're not, uh, you know, grading people fairly, then right. it's like, I hate these You're guys. just going to be frustrated the whole time. Right. Because anytime you're like, well, that person was definitely better, and then the judges like sound like they don't know what they're talking about, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's like a big factor, right? Yep. And then also the the skill on the show. So when Rachel started watching it, which I, she's probably seen all the seasons, I know the last two seasons we watched the majority of, last year's season was probably like the best, like, Oh, dude, I was so invested. <laughs> um, but she was like, she was like, the talent on these shows is crazy. Um, so the hosts are uh, Jennifer Lopez, Derek Huff, and uh, Neo, and they're all like really good hosts, like from the Matrix. Neo, I found out that's why he's called that. Really? But Neo is a uh, like rapper and singer. You're not a with dancer. Neo? I, and he dances too. No, yeah. I don't believe it. He's a dancer too. But. I mean, if it's the real Neo, but when he rose to fame, it was for music. That's a shame. But now he's a host on World of Dance. That's, I mean, that's the dream, isn't it? You sing it's and rap and do and things. And then you host. And then you host. That does seem to be part of like the, the career trajectory for a lot of, um, a lot of celebrities yeah. now is to land a hosting gig on like a good show. Like The Voice was a big one. Mm-hmm. They had like big celebrities. Um, they had like... American Idol. Oh, yeah. Near I, the end. I feel like American Idol like started it. Like that thing, like yeah. the singing, like the, the national talent. I guess there were other ones. Like, what was that? Wasn't there a really, like, a much older one that was like, ooh, America's next top singer? No, and it wasn't necessarily singing, but it was. There like, was like X Factor. Oh um, man, X Factor. Wait, what was? It? No, X Factor wasn't that the one where they made them eat weird stuff. No, that's Fear Factor. Fear Factor. <laughs> <laughs> no, X Factor is like any talent. You don't have to sing, but you can right. like do anything. Okay. So just like know. a talent, just talent. Yeah, there's a talent show. Because there's really. America's Got Talent, stuff right. like that. Yeah. But you're watching Dance Pants. So we just finished World of Dance season four, right? Mm-hmm. I will say it's great if, if you're looking for like one of those types of shows, because it also just kind of like... It's a really great, I'm not sure what I want to watch type thing because mm-hmm. you do get pretty invested. It's funny. The hosts are really entertaining and the dancers are unbelievable. Yeah. Um, like, especially as the season progresses, it's really, really good. What was super interesting about this season, and the main reason I wanted to bring it up is um, so it's all on Hulu, by the way, if you did want to check any of it out. Mm-hmm. Um, the last episode is when they started having uh, to shut things down due to COVID. Oh. So the way that the show works is uh, in the beginning, it's it's just like an American Idol or something like that, where in the beginning there's like qualifiers. Yep. So people come in, they get cut, whatever. And then it moves up to uh, ultimately you get to the semifinals, right? Mm-hmm. And you're dancing in front of uh, a crowd. Like they start going to like the world of dance stage, which is a big stage, full live audience, all yeah. that stuff. So they did that for the semifinals. The finals, which is obviously the finals, everyone mm-hmm. got through all the other stages. They were still on the World of Dance stage. No live audience. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's super weird. Yeah. It was just them in their biggest performances. Because the the other thing about the way that the show progresses is in um, at the, the last 
the last performance, there's like props and they get this huge, crazy like stage setup, yeah. right? Um, that you don't get in the qualifiers when they're just coming in and kind of right. You know, Why waste the money? Yeah, yeah. It's just like it gets bigger and bigger as you mm-hmm. go. So I felt so bad for all the performers. All the f- wow. Hey, hey, welcome <laughs> to the Keep Up Podcast, where uh, <laughs> we lament the flavor of fourth flavor of ice cream. <laughs> I felt bad for all the performers because. At the very top level, it went back to just them and the judges, which is how it started. So was it like awkwardly quiet? It was very awkward, even to watch. So what they did is they had all of the dancers, like family and friends backstage. Mm -hmm. So you would hear them cheering and stuff like that. But they would do like a big, um, like the host, I believe his name Scott Evans. He would come out and he would do the whole hosting thing. And then there's also like the voiceover guy who's like, your host, Scott Evans. And then he would just walk out. And it was just like there was music because and stuff. You're supposed to hear clapping, like right. Cheering. But there's not, oh. and the camera would pan, yep. and you would just see like the backs of the judges, and they were aware of it. Like they'd comment, like, "Man, this is so awkward," and stuff like that. Um, or it's different. They didn't say awkward, but it's just like the other thing is, as a performer, like you're gonna feed off that live energy. Yeah. But this was such an interesting thing for me to see in this time because, like it's a show that for the majority of it, it's business as usual. Mm -hmm. And the pandemic hit right before they filmed their last episode. And I was like, whoa, because that's something that's crazy. Like, you'll see your favorite shows get like, uh, what's the word? Like, uh, like, um, postponed or yeah. Like they were just delayed or whatever. Delayed. Um, and these are all like, you know, not reality shows. They're right there. So to have a show like this, I wonder how many other reality shows were affected. I don't know. That's what I was thinking about because this is one, I mean, to your point, like the other shows just either stopped or movies got pushed back or whatever. Yeah. This is one. You'll never notice the, like they won't talk about the pandemic in the show or anything. Cause it's just like, that's the universe they're in. Walking dead's not going to be like, Oh, there's a COVID virus. (laughs) (laughs) That's the virus we're worried about now. (laughs) It changed. Um, that's, that's really fascinating because, um, you know, a lot of shows will go on like that mid season break and stuff and come, come March, you know, April, there's the, um, Easter break where they take like a week off or whatever. Um, so that's, that's really interesting. And I, I guess I didn't think about how shows would like either skirt around it or how they would deal with it yeah it hadn't even crossed my mind um until this particular episode and it starts off and it's just what looks like almost like a cell phone video of j-lo being like so uh right before the filming of this episode like this is what happened uh so were they all still there live they were there Mm -hmm. yep um what was weird to me is they have all of the friends and family of the dancers all in one room like close together watching them dance on Why like, not the have monitors. them in the audience? I don't know. If they already had them together in the They're room. already together and there's a whole wide audience. Yeah. Like a, a whole, like, it's not a stadium, but you know, a yeah. whole stage with seating all around it. Why mm-hmm. would you not just put them out there? Uh, so that part is weird yeah. because it, when they do have the live audience, they have the family and friends out in the front rows. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why you wouldn't do that anyways. Yeah, but just have them like sit in the middle or front row or yeah, whatever. That's not going to be any different than smashing them all in a room together out yeah. back. Anyways, that that part was a little perplexing. I don't fully understand what the motive was there. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was just very strange because it's one of those things that's already in progress. You're dealing with contestants from all over the world. So um, 
you know, they you're probably dealing with like scheduling and flights and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. You got to finish filming the season, you right. know. Especially um, if people <coughs> want to get home and stuff. Right. Oh know? yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't even think about that. That's probably travel stuff was starting to be weird and it was just so crazy to see and and the other thing that it did is it kind of it put things on a different level cuz I'm watching it and I'm watching the host and like these three celebrity judges just deal with the fact that there's nobody there, mm-hmm. but they're still like performing, you know, in whatever way that they are. Yeah. And like when they did the host introductions, it's funny because they normally at this level in the show, they'll be like Jennifer Lopez. And she comes out and everybody in the crowd goes wild. Right. This it's just her. She walks out. She like poses, looks at the camera and then walks over to her judge's <laughs> seat. And I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> this is so strange. So like, they, they definitely had everything planned out and they stuck with the plan. They stuck with it. Regardless yeah. of people. Yep. They probably just made little changes. And, um, but one of the things I like about the show is they do, um, you know, they do have segments where they'll do like one-off interviews with the judges and they'll be like, yeah, I mean, it feels weird, but like show must go on. I'm just imagining there's a crowd in my head kind of thing. So I don't know. It's just super interesting, a really interesting byproduct of the pandemic and like its impact on entertainment and stuff. No, I find that super fascinating. And I, I almost want (coughs) to go watch a bunch of other reality shows, but see like the last few episodes, don't even watch the season, just see how it affected their show. Yeah. I wonder, um, I want, you could probably look stuff up. Because I'm, I am curious, like when the filming was of that, and yep. what other shows were affected in that way. Mm-hmm. Pretty wild. World, world, world. Hey, welcome <laughs> to the Keep Up Podcast, where, where... we lament the fact that the I can't. <laughs> uh, world uh. of dance is fun. You know what it is? It is kind of early. It is. And it's I... way different from our usual time. <laughs> and, I, and I think we've said it before. There's like, there's the morning sleepiness hiccups. Although, what time did you wake up? Uh, uh, I woke up at 6.30 this morning, actually. So you're gross. I Yeah, I don't know why. I just woke up and I was like, uh, I, I'm i going to stay up and I'm going to play video. I, dude, I played video games this morning for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I had my coffee. Mm-hmm. I read for a little bit. Uh-huh. I looked up a list of movies in order because... Like, like numerical? Chronological. Okay. But seems I haven't spoken, even that sentence, but it seems, <laughs> but it seems I haven't spoken enough to be ready to go. And I know I woke you up. What have you been up for? 20 minutes? Yeah, about. That's how long the podcast is going out for. Listen, I'm done in TV. World of Dance is fun, is what I was trying to say. Yeah. If that's the kind of thing you think you'd be into, or even if you're not sure if you'd be into it, I would challenge you to watch an episode, and I would tell you season three. Season four just ended. Season three has some of the coolest dance performances I've ever seen in my entire life. Does it get better as the seasons go on? Yes. You think they get like more of a stride? For sure. And what was interesting about this season, because three was so, so good, Like even if you're not into dance or you're not married to a dancer like I am. So you like fell into it. Right. It literally like the performances are, are huge. Almost like if you saw like a Cirque du Soleil or something like that, Mm -hmm. some of them are that level. And, um, this season going in, my expectations were like so high because I'm like, man, how do you beat last season? And for most of the episodes, it didn't like most of the dances were like, eh, like cool routine. Mm -hmm. But after what I've seen on this show, like, which is part of one of these shows, Part of what these shows do, this is going to be a tough one, man. No, we're good. Is they like bring your expectation <laughs> level so high because yeah. you're seeing these things you've never seen before and then people have to top it after that. Um, 
But throughout the show, the routines get better and better. I was going to say better. they probably work on it. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was definitely true for season four. Watching the progression was definitely part of the uh, part of the entertainment value there. Yeah. Um, so that's all on Hulu. I don't know how many seasons. Season four is definitely all on there. Um, but if season three on there, that would be my my highest recommendation. Yeah. Uh, and I also like to recommend movies. So let's talk about movies. Okay. Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. Welcome to movies. Brett took us here, but I'm taking the reins. That was my whip, and I was whipping the horses along. Whipping the horses. <laughs> I imagined a reindeer for some reason. I, you know, initially, I thought of dogs, but then I said horses. Why are you whipping dogs? Because I'm on the, the I did a rot. Is that what it's called? I did a rod? Yeah. <laughs> I did a rot. I did a rat. A rat. What's? <laughs> We're in movies. Yeah. And Brett. What? You suggested a movie, so we're going to talk about it. What is it? The Headhunter. You watched it. Why? All right, dude. Okay. Why? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Well, all right. What? I feel like I don't even need to ask what your take Snoresville. is Snoresville. But, okay. Here's the thing for me. So, The Headhunter is a uh, Shutter exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's not a Shutter original. It's an exclusive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, What's it, the difference? I imagine... The difference is you can only watch it on Shutter, but Shutter actually has originals that were like like Netflix originals. Okay. So, um, but couldn't you also only watch originals on Shutter? I think so, but I think it might be different because I don't think the Headhunter was like produced by whatever team Shutter con- considers their team. Is that my phone or your phone? What's happening? Sorry, I just heard like bzz, bzz. Um, yeah. Oh, it's I, me. All right, relax. It's a me. Um, yeah, I didn't see any like shutter produced by shutter shutter. I'm gonna check because I <laughs> <laughs> shutter produced by shutter shutter. <laughs> shutter fly. Yeah, so there are exclusive and original. They okay. Have, so they have shutter originals mm-hmm. and then exclusives, I believe, like I said, are just you can only watch them on Shutter. I don't yeah, know, uh, which I guess I'm probably probably engages a certain audience. Like, yeah. oh, I can only see it on Shutter, so I'm gonna go to Shutter. Shut up! It's the only reason I watch The Headhunter, so uh-huh. it works to a degree. Yep. Um, you sound remarkably unimpressed, but <laughs> The Headhunter <laughs> is uh, it's a Shutter exclusive. I watched it technically through Prime. I was talking about how that weird like they're all oh, connected. Yeah. Is that strange? You did the same thing with so. The- when I tried to watch it, because I was going to watch it today, yeah. but then we decided to do it early, the yeah. podcast and stuff. So I watched it last night at I'm like sorry. 2, 2 a.m. I was like, oh, time to watch this. Um, <laughs> it's only like 20 minutes long. I know. It's it's pretty short. still feels like four hours. But <laughs> anyways, so I went to the Shutter website on yep. my computer, and I was like, okay, log in. And I was like, doesn't work. Huh. And I was like, huh. And so then I had to go to Amazon.com go to Shutter through Amazon and watch the movie on Amazon. So weird. So it's just how the account was purchased or like the subscription was. It was through Amazon. It wasn't through Shutter.com. But I have both. I can get into Shutter and I can get into Prime and watch it through that. So but maybe... have you watched because you can log into the app. Yeah. But when I tried to play a movie, it was like you don't have a membership. You don't weird. have a and you had to do it through Prime. Yeah. That's interesting. Because it's still the same account, so it should right. universally work anywhere. But Dude, I don't know. Whatever. I don't either. I, with, with like the streaming services, I literally just find which one will play. Yes. And I'm like, okay. Like if there's this a movie I'm trying to watch, like <laughs> if I have to watch it through Prime, whatever. Like, just play the movie. <laughs> yep. Um, so what what Tim is implying uh-huh. is the movie... <sighs> 
All right, here's what it is. The headhunter. It's about a medieval, um, what's the word for? I, I guess you'd call him a headhunter, but he's like a, um, like a bounty, bounty hunter. hunter. Yep. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. And uh, the description of the film is that he has a grotesque collection of heads from the beasts that he has slain. Uh, and the only one is missing is the one that took the life of his daughter years mm-hmm. ago, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that story set up right away. Um, and the way I would describe this movie is it's an, okay movie carried entirely on concept. I think the concept is really cool. And I do really like the set design and like the atmosphere that's established. Right. But I think the biggest fault of the whole movie is it's, it takes the idea of like, Oh, what does the, this bounty hunter do before and after the kill, but it never shows him going for the kill. Yes. It's like him putting on his socks in the morning to go on his job and then him coming back and drinking like grog to right. be like, and that's the movie. Yeah. You don't see any action. <laughs> so Freaking. they really make you work for one scene at the end yep. that is, is so it's <laughs> kind of disappointing. Um, but I will say even at the end, what kept happening, first of all, there's some cleverness to the headhunter. Yes. That's what they do later yeah um and also what the the uh uh the ultimate beast showdown Mm -hmm. what that thing does yes is pretty cool like again in concept once again like you said concept yeah it's all (laughs) it's all a good idea yeah i think in a movie format i don't think it fits i think it should either have been a short film yeah uh maybe 10 20 minutes that's true or an episode of like twilight zone or like part Mm. of a anthology series or even a long-term like show would be cool if they could put some money into the actual battles maybe but i would think so i would think this it's just like not long term i guess like one season like a mini or something would be cool yeah maybe like uh but even then like i don't want it any longer unless like you said they put more effort into the battles and yeah stuff. yeah because that is definitely the case i think the biggest the glaring issue is that there's all this buildup for he's a monster hunter yeah. so you want to see those things go down and it literally is him getting to the point of where the monster is and the next scene is him coming home. Right, and he, like, puts the monster head on the wall, which, right. granted, they look cool. The monsters look cool. Yeah, that, the the masks, the makeup there, it, it definitely seemed like a an independent film with a really cool concept and a tight budget, yeah. and they had to be really cautious how they used that budget, which is, is kind of a bummer because those are definitely the hits that it took. Mm-hmm. I don't think any... I don't think it was cheesy, really, uh, other than no. maybe the some of the... The final, the final beast. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's a little cheesy, and there's some uh, spe- particularly dark uh, lighting for obvious reasons yep. and stuff like that. Um, but I think what got me through the movie, and it's not actually 20 minutes; it's I think 72. Yeah, it's an hour and 12 minutes. Yeah, so it is it is pretty short. Um, but like you said, I think it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think some of the concepts, like the stuff that he drinks is well done. It's well set up. Yep. And I think they, they communicate a lot. Like you don't know for a while how he gets, uh, these jobs. Like you don't know how he knows where to go. Mm-hmm. And then the scene where you do find out and they pan and they show like all those arrows in the ground. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. they get a, a good amount of Im- information across in pretty clever ways. Right. Um, so that's really what carried me through the movie. I definitely think by the end I was like, all right, I liked everything that they set out to do. Mm-hmm. I wish they did a few of the things in different ways because with a movie like that, like that is the draw, like yeah. seeing the monsters, which again, you do. Um, 
What'd you think about the ending? I, it was cool. <laughs> Once again, I think it fits that Twilight Zone kind of short film right, aspect. Right. Where it's like there, there's just a cool thing that I didn't necessarily see coming. Yeah. Um, and it's, I don't think it's worth watching the whole movie for it. Yeah. But it definitely made the movie better. Right. It was, it was a lot hanging on the ending. Right. <laughs> ah. Um. It's. Uh, I think. I think you nailed it on the head with it being a short film because I think if they did one of the lead ups to a monster yep. on the other end, and then you get the ultimate battle at the end. 20 minutes in and out yeah. probably would have been way more effective. So, Although, uh, if they added Sonic music. It probably would have been a much better movie. It, it would have been, it would have <laughs> been uh, a statement. It, it would have been pretty interesting. <laughs> it would have been <laughs> really out of place. <laughs> Maybe when he's like journeying towards the monster, yeah. place of like Green Hill Zone. Yeah. Dub that song over a scene of it. Though. You should. That would be, that would be something else. Um, so yeah, because uh, this week I had a movie for you and you had a movie for me. I did. So I watched Headhunter mm. and uh, meh. That's yeah. my ultimate. It was meh. That's that's a fair a fair response. Like I said, okay movie carried by concept. I would. So, I feel like it was a decent laundry movie. Yeah. And I did have laundry to do, and I yep. didn't do it while I did it. I folded while I was watching it, yeah. which I don't do often, because I'm very, like, a don't talk to me. I'm watching. Don't, I'm not going to do anything while I'm watching. <laughs> just, like, just get out of here. The only thing is you kind of have to pay attention, because there's a lot. There's, like, barely any dialogue. Yeah, there's no dialogue. So, it's a little tough for a laundry movie, because it's, like, you got, but you don't necessarily have to watch them, because they repeat a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, you don't necessarily have to watch them do it the first time. It's true. Or the second time. There were some shots that I really liked. It's, once again, it's got cool bits. Yeah. Cool concept. Yeah. But just not enough. Yeah. It felt a little Dark Souls-y. Like, kind of... For sure. In that universe of just, like, gritty, uh, I don't know, nasty... And zero, zero CGI. Right. Which is what I think I also found endearing. Um, And I wished that they could have put more into the monsters, like... Whole bodies, not just their heads. Whole bodies. <sighs> Would have been cool. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. The Headhunter, a Shudder exclusive. Here comes the tummy grumbles. I don't know if you can hear it. Oh. You hungry, little Timmy? Holy Krampus. Are yeah. you serious? Why is it so loud? I, uh, it's the tummy grumblies. Why is it so loud? Speaking of the tummy grumblies, yeah. do you want to talk about the other movie, or do you want to save that for next podcast? Uh, well, I... I- I got another movie to talk about. Oh, you have a movie. We, you took us two movies. All right, Brad, talk about a movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> The Headhunter was one of them. Yeah. The one that you gave me this week, I wasn't able to watch. Okay, um, so I watch Headhunter for no reason. I gotta, I stayed up till 2 a.m. when yeah. I was like, I'm going to do this for my brother because he asked I appreciate for the it. podcast. <laughs> and I was so, I was like, man, I, at least I made him watch a better movie, a good movie. All right. I can watch it this week, though. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Fine. (laughs) I don't care. Doesn't matter anymore. Dude, don't be mad. I give you homework, and you're like, meh. No, I I forgot that you actually gave me the info to watch it. You're useless. Because remember, I couldn't watch it. Useless. I thought I couldn't watch it. Why? Because I I couldn't get into the account. Then I gave you the info. That's what I'm saying. I forgot you gave me the info. Whatever. Go ahead. What'd you watch? All right, I watched another movie called Mandy. (laughs) Have you seen Mandy? (laughs) Uh, Tim, <laughs> no, I it's didn't. very bassy. I can hear it. In the head. 
Stop it. I hate it. I hate it. Have you seen Mandy? No, I didn't see Mandy. Do you know anything? Do you know anything about Mandy? Nicolas Cage goes nuts and kills everybody. That's honestly a fair assessment <laughs> that's, that's of this a, movie. And there's a lot of pinks, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a good amount of pinks. Pink. Uh, <laughs> um, Let me so, guess. Shutter exclusive. No, it's not a Shutter exclusive. Let me guess. Nicholas Cage exclusive. <laughs> yes, it's a Nick Cage exclusive. You have to have Nicholas Cage's Dude, streaming service. Give me the service. chicken. I'm hungry. What? <laughs> What'd you say? Drain the chicken? Give me the chicken. Give I'm me hungry. The chicken. Tim always wants chicken. Nicholas Cage, Shutter exclusive. All right, let's talk about Mandis. You need to get. Oh, you're all anxious now. Let's hear. <laughs> Not the movie I wanted you to watch. I'm sorry. I want to watch it. I'll watch it this week. Sure. Is it a horror? I already forgot. Would you consider it a horror? Maybe. Will Rachel watch it with me or should no? I? Okay. It's very horror, very graphic. Okay, just answer the question, Tim, <laughs> and we'll move along from here. If you watched it, you wouldn't know. I know, but what if I tried to watch it with my wife and she's so scared and she leaves me because of a movie you told me to watch? Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. All right. Instead, you're watching Mandis. All right, listen. I watched Mandy. Here's here's the quick synopsis. I can't wait. The enchanted lives of a couple in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen, propelling a man into a spiraling, surreal rampage of vengeance. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. And <laughs> I kind of wish I had you watch this instead of... The Headhunter. I've been wanting to watch it, too. So you should watch it, because I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. But basically, you are getting crazy Nicolas Cage in this. Um, it's a very artsy uh, horror and, like, th- thriller, I guess. Not thriller. It's just a. It's just like an action horror, mm-hmm. I guess. Scenes of it reminded me of, like, Ash versus Evil Dead, where things are just getting crazy, and you're like, what is going on here? And there's blood everywhere, and Nicolas Cage is laughing, Mm -hmm. but there's blood all over his face. And there are, like it says in the title, legitimately demon bikers, like these weird humanoid demon creatures, and it's sort of like unknown whether or not they're humans dressed up, or are they they growl like beasts. Mm -hmm. You don't really know what they are. And then there's this hippie cult, which is so creepy. Um, And... They basically, just like it says, they, uh, they kidnap uh, Mandy, mm-hmm. and there's this weird, like, drug-induced sequence that, that is just, like, it's so trippy to watch, and it's long, and all of their voices are layered, mm-hmm. like, with a higher and a lower register, so they sound like that, like, layered demon talk. Yeah. But they're just having a conversation, and everything's, like, pink and white and, like, floating, and it's super trippy. And it has kind of, like, a... a um, like a Rob Zombie film okay. vibe about it. Yeah. Uh, but what is really interesting about this movie to me is like four things happen. It's very, very slow mm-hmm. in between crazy peaks of like action and intensity. So it'll be like the introduction to um, Nick Cage's character and Mandy, I forget his name. And then something wild Mandis. will happen. What? His name's not Mandis. It might be Mandis. Okay. Yeah, Mandis and Mandy right. are the two main characters. And then uh, it'll introduce you to like the demon bikers and ah. you'll see something go on with them and it's like crazy peak. And then it slows way down. And the other thing is when it slows down, it is deadly quiet. And that's the thing. I feel like that's an indie film thing. Like For it just sure. goes so quiet mm-hmm. and you're just like I mean a lot of horror movies do it. Totally. Usually yeah. it's to build up a jump scare or something. Yeah. Um but you're right. It's definitely like an indie thing. I don't know why that feels like a trend to me in independent films. Like, there's always like a remarkably quiet... Maybe it's lack of use of music. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what really makes it stand out it is, is it'll be Nick Cage literally like walking up a hill and you just hear like... 
That's cool like though. Him, it's super cool. Yeah. But it's just like as far as the it's a roller coaster as far as like the peaks and valleys in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing that was really weird is it does this thing that I don't think I've ever seen in another movie where when it transitions from uh, like when they first introduce the cult, mm-hmm. it um, a a new like title card comes up and it says like I forget what they're called. They call themselves like Children of Light or yeah. whatever. And a new title comes up in like this new unique font, almost as if it's the title of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then it fades out and a new scene opens. And then uh, there are two other times where that happens. Is it to introduce these people? Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. But it also is, that device is also used a couple other times in different scene transitions. So there's one where just Mandy shows up in like a death metal font. Yeah. And then that fades out. And then the scene starts. Mm-hmm. So it's just a weird device because it seems like what you would just do for the title of the movie. Yeah. But there are like there are like two of those title card moments before you see Mandy show up. And at that point you're probably two thirds of the way through the movie. Wow. Which is is cool. It's mm-hmm. very unique. Um but it's a really, really intense ride, super bloody, um uh, a very like over the top practical like gore effects and nice. stuff like that. But it's trippy. It's really trippy. Mm-hmm. Um it's not as you're not left quite as unsettled as you would be at the end of a Rob Zombie movie, but you're close. You're there. You're, you're close. You're right I there. I feel like. Hmm. Um, yeah. But I'd recommend it if you want like a wild ride that you want to be like, what am I, what did I just watch? It's definitely a what the hell just happened here kind of movie. Yeah, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews. Like I know people who enjoy horror really like it because yeah. it is it it's scary, but it's definitely not like like a horror movie, I guess, from right. what I've heard. Yeah, it's definitely, it's by no means like a jump scare kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it really is. I hadn't thought about it until just now, but it really does remind me of Ash versus Evil Dead, where mm-hmm. you're going to get some weird creatures and like, uh, it's almost comedic how out of control it is. Yeah. But then there, there is like the crux of the, the movie, like the catalyst for uh, Nicolas Cage's like descent into madness mm-hmm. is, is pretty intense emotionally. And then he has a scene that is pretty impressive like it's literally just him in a bathroom Mm -hmm. and he's just like screaming and uh i don't know if yeah it's impactful it's like it's a very long and just like how long are we going to be in this bathroom with nicholas cage (laughs) (laughs) uh but it's it's really it's it's really a wild like crazy ride so i can see like spider right on your head uh on my head it's right there (laughs) It's it seriously was like in your hair. Yeah, I don't love that. <laughs> Speaking of scary. Oh no, it's on the chicken. Oh <gasps> no! Not the chicken! Dude, that was one of the scariest moments of my life. <laughs> seriously. I don't like that. It was it was like crawling on your head for Did a second. Did it touch my head? Yeah, it was like it was it looks like I thought it was dust. I thought it was like, you know how we get the floaties? Yeah. I know. And then I saw its legs like I'm so mad about tickling that. your head. Now I feel like there's stuff on me. <laughs> All right, uh, Mandy's a crazy movie. It's very bloody, and crazy Nicolas Cage is definitely one of my favorite. People love him versions. for the insanity. Dude, that he I does. love what his career looks like. Yeah, I, like it's wild all over the place. Oh, also, mm-hmm. were you there? Okay, <laughs> okay. Were you there when I looked up how many movies Nicolas Cage has been in? No. All right, ready? Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna guess. It's got to be over 200 at least. Because, like... Go ahead and guess. Okay, I'm going to say 206. 206. Yep. Okay. So, here's here's the best thing. People at home, 
Go ahead and Google. How many movies has Nicolas Cage made? Even Google's not sure. This is the actual answer. At least. <laughs> um, well, I was about 100 off, but... It says at least 106. Why doesn't Google know? I don't know, but that's the answer you get from Google. What? It says at least 106. That's got to be a joke. I, like, dude, like some kind of... I don't know. Look up another actor, dude. Okay, I'm me... curious. Uh, Tom Cruise. All right, let's look the up Tom Cruise. The best actor known to man. <laughs> um, dude, I looked that up the other day. That's such a Nicolas Cage answer, at least. Okay. Tom Cruise. You ruined it by having me look up another actor, because apparently that's how Google does it. At least. I think but he's been in more. Comparatively, I'm it sorry. Says, I didn't mean to kill it. It says at least 53 for Tom Cruise. And for... How does Google like not know these numbers? I don't know. It's probably... How does it? I mean, it depends what they what they're connected to. to I get feel like that. Nicolas Cage would have been in more. Well, that's why it's well, it at says least. at least. Will Smith fifty one. Nick Cage is crushing Killing it right it. now with the at least number. He's in so many movies that you don't even hear about. Oh, I know. Well, they're that's, like, that's what I like movie. about it is I feel like he he will just do like these weird one offs that you've never heard of. And yeah, you, like. I, I didn't know what to expect from Mandy at all. Mm-hmm. I, I really didn't know. It was on Shudder. So, but I mean, you take a movie like that and compare it to something like The Headhunter. Yeah. Which that was something else that The Headhunter did for me is it showed me the the variety that you'll get from like the genre, but on Shudder in general, mm-hmm. because for the first like half of that movie, you're like, I guess it's a horror movie. Right. Uh, Shudder's interesting because like you were just saying, it you don't know necessarily if you're getting a horror movie or something that's graphic or right. more of a thriller. Right. Like it's... It, and it's funny because when you think about streaming services, there's never one that just focused strictly on a genre. Right. I you know. know. Like Netflix, anything is all variety. There's not like a, a romance channel right. or, uh, or a streaming service. There's a Lifetime one. Oh, it's pretty close. Which is pretty close. But when you go in... Those movies I, are either... <laughs> sorry. No, they're either romance or freaking murder town. But yeah, I know. Or like abuse. Or Christmas. So yeah. they have a lot of variety. Wait, that's Hallmark. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Lifetime does it, too? Yeah. Lifetime movies, I thought that's when... The all... Christmas Abuse. The Christmas Abuse. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope it's not real. But uh, yeah. So you kind of have this level of expectation going in. Mm. It's like, what if you watch a whole movie and you're like, ah, that wasn't scary. Why, why is it on Shutter? Right, but, right. But I don't think necessarily that'll happen very often. You know, like that you expect it to be one thing and it ends up being another. Yeah, no, I mean, with The Headhunter, I watched it more as a curiosity because it was on Shudder, but then I read the description. It was about a medieval monster hunter and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, So I just kind of went in open-minded, I Mm -hmm. guess. Uh, and was only mildly disappointed. Only mildly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm surprised you didn't even talk about the subtitles. Cause you watched it. Oh my it. gosh! Cause dude. you show, and I only know this because you right. showed me the picture. Because the movie's in English, but right. Brett watched it in subtitles for whatever. Or I had closed it, caption. Yeah, I had it on with with subtitles because I was watching it when I started it. I was watching it really late, mm-hmm. and so I keep the TV at a level where I can hear it, but it's not going to wake anyone up. Mm-hmm. But I have the subtitles on in case someone like says something quiet enough. Yeah. I can dart my eyes down at the bottom real quick and catch be it. be like, oh, so that's what they Because I'm a very, like, OCD when I'm watching movies. If I miss what someone said, mm-hmm. I have to rewind it. I, I'm i back and forth with that. Yeah. Because sometimes it's enough where my brain's like, 
okay, maybe that wasn't that important. Sure. Or like someone mumbles something and I'm like, hmm. Well, and here's the thing. You'll be fine. Yeah. If you just don't go back, you like won't be a big deal. But you want to hear it and make sure. Yeah. Because it could be important. Exactly. But now it almost depends on what streaming service I'm using because some of their like rewind and fast forward things are uh, a nightmare. Garbage. Because you had to go back 10 seconds or 15 seconds. Yeah. Or it's like the scrubbing thing. And where it'll you, jump. You're right. You and you're go like, ahead one and yeah. it's like, it doesn't do anything. They're like, nah, that's where you are. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm not. It's the worst. So you were watching so Headhunter. I was watching the Headhunter and I barely used the subtitles because there are like three lines in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me see if I can pull up. I think I took a picture of, oh, I did because I showed you the picture, yeah. right? Yep. Oh, where is it? Did I delete it? I hope I didn't delete it. Did I delete it? I hope I didn't delete it. I didn't delete it. This one, and this was definitely, I apologize in advance because this is definitely a you had to be there moment. Yeah. But the <laughs> subtitle read Helmut Thudding O. And it's it's helmet thudding. It's so good because <laughs> the guy the guy drops his helmet and it's just supposed to say helmet thudding. And I guess what caught me off guard is every subtitle was fine up yeah. until that point, right? And this one is Helmut, H-E-L-M-U-T, yep. which might be that might be an alternate spelling. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, and then thudding with a zero at the end. It's that was like the intern, and they're like, "You get one translation. <laughs> you, get- you can you can do one." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, I got this. All right, I got it. I'm gonna look up Helmut. Helmut. Um, you might get like a mutt from hell. Oh, someone's name. Oh, it's me, George Helmut. Is that his name? Helmut is a German name. But Helmut. No. <laughs> no, I'm just going with no. Helmut. Yeah, I'm reading it. See? So. What? Yeah. Helmut. 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 I-, I was looking to see if it's like an alternate spelling from a different area of the world or something. No, but it's, it's wrong. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. And Helmut Thuddingo was very funny to me at the time. Helmut Thuddingo. Because uh, you know how you read a thing and you say it that way in your head and you don't autocorrect it in your head? Yeah. That's it. Helmut Thuddingo. I have one more movie to yeah, talk about. Yeah, what up? Um, so I've been on this kind of kick of watching two movies every night, give or take. Whoa. So I've um, I've watched at this point one, two, Whoa. three, four, five, six, seven, seven movies. So it's not a ton, but I've been doing like kind of double features. So double feature. uh, a few nights ago, I watched Jumanji: The Next Level. So the second Jumanji movie, the second one. Okay. Um, the second of the new of the new ones. ones yeah. yeah. Um, did you see the first one? I didn't. I remember your review was mostly positive. Yeah, enjoyable, and right? So this one falls into the same category. Um, the weirdest aspect of the movie is they. It's kind of cool, actually. But um, you you do you know the premise for the most part? Like, uh, yeah. As Jumanji, you yeah, get yeah. sucked into the board game, and in this case, they get um, it's a video game, right? A, a video game, and they get sucked into the characters. Yeah. So th- it's the Rock acting as like a fourteen-year-old kid, right? And um, you know everybody else who's in it, uh, Chris Rock. No, yeah. No, it's The Rock, uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, that's um, who it is. Jack Black. Jack Black and Karen Gillan, I think. Oh, is it Karen Gillan? Yeah. Nebula. Yes, yeah. Nebula. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a cool cast. They all work that really well cool, together. Yeah. And so in the first movie, they're all acting like teenagers because that's, you know, Jack Black is a, a you know, a valley girl. And yeah, so the that's whole right, movie is right. like, oh my God, and <laughs> stuff like that. So it's very fun to that's watch cool. them in these crazy scenarios. So the second movie um, kind of twists that idea by adding um, older guys, like the grandparents of... Uh, the kids mm. and they so the rock and Kevin Hart play Danny DeVito. The rock is Danny DeVito <laughs> and, and Kevin Hart is oh, what's his name? 
Lethal Weapon. Um, Mel Gibson? Nope, the other guy. Uh, Danny Glover. Danny, yeah, yeah, Danny Glover. So they are playing them <laughs> as their characters in the movie. Oh, dude, that's funny. And you're like, what the heck? And then the um, Jack Black plays another character from the first movie. And so basically the fun is seeing how these actors portray other people. Oh. And then later on in the movie, they switch between characters too. So then The Rock will be the main character from the first movie. Yeah. And then like... There's this like ninja lady that shows up later, and she's Danny DeVito. So she's talking like a New Yorker, or it's it's just. I think that's the most fun of the movie because honestly, the rest of the movie's kind of it's fun. It's a popcorn movie, yeah. But it's so impressive watching these actors jump between all these different styles. That's a pretty cool element, and, and to pretend to be these other people, yeah. It's just it's a wild ride just for that reason, yeah. And I would suggest it just to watch these people do that. Yeah, that's. I feel like that would be enough for me to watch. Uh, for me to watch it, um, especially because I don't know. I imagine so many of those actors you've seen like behind the scenes kind of stuff, yeah. Like especially The Rock and Kevin mm-hmm. Hart. Like, they're always goofing around with each other and stuff like that. I've seen a lot of videos of them just, like, giving each other a hard time. Yeah. So that aspect, like, that layer of thinking of them goofing off in the movie, trying to figure out how to hone in on these other actors and characters, mm-hmm. that would be enough, like, fun for me, I feel like, to sit down and enjoy it. It's almost like uh, Grown Ups. Like, have you seen the Grown Ups movies? I still have him. You have him? Mm-mm. So, like, they're not... They're fun. They're not the funniest movies ever, yeah. but they are fun because you know that like 90% of the cast hangs out together all the time and they're like old friends. Isn't that the feeling of the movie? That yes. they're just like all on vacation. Yeah. I out. also just literally gave the premise. But um <laughs> they're that they're, you know, they're grown up old friends mm-hmm. meeting together. They go to this like uh lake house or I haven't seen it forever, but they, you know, they go to some like cabin camping kind of thing all together. Yeah. And they're just goofing off and stupid antics happen, you know? But it's just, like, fun. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, I can sit down here and just enjoy this. Right, because you know everyone's just hanging out. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So, um, yeah, I haven't seen those two. You think the kids would dig them? Yeah, I think so. They're definitely, they're funny. They're, um, they got some good action. Um, The other thing, and the first movie did it, too, is um, they all have three lives, like, because it's a video game. Oh, cool. But... I feel like they always waste them to make it more intense later on. So, like, a lot of oh. characters will die for either comedic reasons, like they do sure. something stupid, or or they just die to make sure everybody has one life by the end of the movie. Because if yeah. you die in the game, you die in real life. That's right. the idea. Oh, okay. So, th- I feel like there's a lot of moments where I'm like, well, they didn't really need to die there. That's stupid. Yeah. You yeah. know? And and so, there, there's kind of that thing. I get it. They had to make it intense. Sure. Because if everyone's got three lives and they get to the final level and they're like, ha ha, I'm going to kill myself to kill the boss. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, sometimes game logic. Yeah. My right, game right. logic gets in the way. But... um, Right. It's a little too obvious that that's what they're trying to do. Right. They're like, saying, let's yeah. just make it intense. But it's still... It's a fun ride. Yeah. Um. There's some sad moral lessons sometimes yeah. where life might not be as good as the video game. Oh, man. But you still go on. Or you, vice versa. You got to go on. Video game is not as good as life. Oh. So it's back and forth. Back and forth. Fun adventures, though. Fun adventures. That is on stars. 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 Through Amazon Prime is where I watched it. but Prime. Prime. <laughs> Do you want to go into video games? Yeah. Okay. Video games. Do you want to go into video games? Dude, I want to go into video games. Hold okay. on. I'm going to pull it up. What have you, sir? So I've been playing a game. Nice. For like a week and a half. Generally, when I play games, 
I usually get through them pretty fast. Yeah. Or I, I can feel there's a good flow where I, I'm getting close to the end. Yep. Um, and so I've been playing a game pretty much every day after work, um, and I still don't know how to pronounce the name. I'm going to go with oh. Akane. Yeah, that sounds right. Good enough. It could be Akne. Akne. And that sounds like acne. Akne. Akane. 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 Um, so I don't know. Um, I've been playing it on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I don't think it's on Xbox or PS4. It might, okay. might be on PC. I think I, I saw it on Steam. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, an indie game where you play as this uh, like female ninja samurai woman in a cyberpunk environment. I'm in. Uh, yeah, I know. The premise alone is really cool. Done. And this game has always, since the beginning of the Nintendo Switch's life, has yeah. been on sale for like... Less than two dollars. Really? It's always been super, super cheap. Why did it take you this long to get it? Um, because when I looked at the pictures and stuff, it looks cool. It's like yeah. a pixel art style, but it's you know, like I said, cyberpunk. She's like yeah. a samurai. It all looks cool. Sure. Um, but I, I don't know. I just never jumped on it. I, I just I because I thought from looking at it, there wasn't much to it other than just killing waves of enemies, which right. is essentially what you do. Yeah. You start in the level, and it's just like. Kill until you're killed. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I watch. I actually watch a YouTube video of this guy, and he reviewed a bunch of different uh, uh, Switch indie games. Okay. And that was on the list. So I was like, "All right, it's 99 cents right now. Whatever. I'm just gonna go for it because it looked fun. Yeah. Uh, and it is very fun. And you've pl- you've been playing it all week. Yeah. Just be- how how long is it? Um. Well, see, that's the thing. So it's not um like there's no story. Like there's a tutorial which gives you the backstory, I guess. Okay. But while you're playing the game, there's no story or mm. anything. You're just killing guys. Yeah. Um. So there's this list of challenges in the right hand corner that every time you play, you can l- perform these challenges like kill 20 of this enemy or deflect 10 bullets or do this, do that. Yeah. And uh, as you progress through the game, the challenges get really hard, much, okay. much tougher. And you get, when you complete the challenges, you get uh, extra weapons and Sick. abilities and stuff like that. So you are progressing, leveling up. Um, so my problem was I thought that all you had to do was kill 500 guys uh, and get the true ending yeah. or beat the game. However. Um, However, after I beat 500 guys and nothing happened, I realized that I had to do all the challenges, which as I was going uh, through, I was unlocking the challenges, yeah. so I wasn't that far off. Sure. Um, but it's, it's got that mobile game mentality where it's super addictive, mm-hmm. and you got these challenges to do, um, and it's very like you'll die a lot, you'll, you'll, um, you, don't, you don't spend any money or anything, but if there were microtransactions, I honestly might have paid them. Really? <laughs> well, because it was so... Difficult. Yeah. So frustrating because every time you die, you have to start from square one and kill, you know, hundred. so you kill a hundred enemies and then you fight a boss and then you kill another hundred enemies and you fight another boss. And yeah. it's the same boss every time. And it's for the most part, the same enemies. There's a couple like variations. Okay. Um, and so I, I just don't know. Cause it, generally I don't really play these uh, addicting games, yeah. you know, these where you repeat the same thing over and over horde wave defense, whatever you call it. Yeah. I just, I don't really like them because it's, it's mindless, um, and I don't feel like there's much value because I'm not getting sure. the story. But because this one had an ending, I really was pushing myself yeah. to, to do it. When there's an end in sight, you can right. Kinda, when there's yeah. some goal, and yeah. the you know, and the game itself is wicked fun. I just by the end of it, I was like, uh, like a game that was really good and fun ended up being not fun because these uh. challenges made me repeat it so it's much that it star- I started losing love for it. Oh, man. Uh, and it's a real shame because it's a good game. Um, and the ending's definitely not worth it. Just really? look it up on YouTube. It's not, you know, for me, 
you know, I always got to try to complete the games. Yeah. Um, but the challenges, I mean, they just get like the final challenge is kill 500 guys, but it didn't retroactively count my stuff. So I had to kill 500 again, which I only did it once before. It's not easy to kill 500 guys. But so you to go through and do that again? Yeah. Like, and once the challenge generates, you have to go from one? Yes. Ugh. Yeah. So, like, it, you can complete challenges, and new challenges will show up during your run. Gotcha. So if I were to, like, let's say I complete, you know, once kill 250 enemies. Yeah. And then on that same run, I kill 500 enemies. As long as the challenge was there, I can do it. Okay. So there's always a challenge to fill it. I don't have to like end the run and get the challenge. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for me to suggest it unless you just want to like a fun time slicing up people because it is. It's very satisfying to just slice through and shoot enemies and. Um, but it's very simple. There's one level, always the same enemies, always the same environment. How long do you think you put into it? Um, probably I would say the higher end of like. Eight hours. Okay. You know, yeah. eight or nine hours, which I did not expect to put yeah, in. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but yeah, every day after work, I'd put in like an hour or two and just like keep working and grinding out those challenges. Grinding. I was getting better at the game. Yeah. And it was a lot of, it was cool to see my skills get better. Yeah. Um, but there's only so much you can do. And it looks pretty cool. I saw you playing it for a little bit the other day. And yeah. It, it looked fun. So I don't know. Uh, it's for a dollar. And if you have a Switch and some time to kill, Go for it. Because it is, it's very fun. Sounds like, especially if you use your Switch, like, on the go. Yes. It's probably a good game to have on there. Exactly. Because it has that mobile game yeah. feel to it. I've been thinking the other day about... I've been thinking the other day. You've been thinking. I've been thinking. Who's been thinking? I'm been thinking. Thinking. There ain't nothing I can't think my way out of. That's a shame. Been thinking, Ben's been thinking. <laughs> this is I a like car- that. cartoon I'm working on. <laughs> Ben's been thinking. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Been thinking, Ben's been thinking. <laughs> so what has Ben been thinking about? Ben, Ben. I'm trying to think of what the voiceover is after that. Because that's definitely the point where a guy with a deeper voice comes yeah. in and he's like, Cursed with the gift of time since he was a child. His parents died murdered by a clock or whatever. And a been clock? Thinking, been's been thinking. <laughs> yeah, I don't, also don't know why it's a curse. Because he's... I said cursed with the gift of time. <laughs> it's a very intellectual cartoon. No, that means he is immortal, right? Yes. Cursed with the gift cursed of time. Cursed with the gift of time. His Dude, parents were murdered sentence. by a clock. Been thinking, been's been thinking. <laughs> A grandfather clock fell on his parents, but Ben found out it was the gra- the clock was actually his grandfather. <laughs> what a twist! Ben's thinking, Ben's been thinking. <laughs> the whole show is just like a singing voiceover about what the episode is. So, is there only one episode? To then this? a credits roll. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Dude, I'd be down for that. Ben thinking. Ben's been thinking. I don't remember what I was going to say. Uh, you've been thinking about playing mobile games, maybe? Oh, uh, stealing the Switch from my kids. I wouldn't have to steal it, really, because they barely play it. That's so, so sad like, to me. Yeah, but I mean, here's what's more sad. Mm-hmm. Part of my plot in getting it for them is that I'd be able to take it to work sometimes. True. But I don't usually take it. That's a shame. Because I'm playing... What are games. they playing otherwise? Real life? Uh, Fortnite. I hate it. Which they sometimes play on the Switch, but they like to play downstairs with me. Of course so. they do. Yeah. And uh, Fortnite's a black hole. Do you still play it? I do, yeah. You're wrong. I do still play it. We we were grinding the other day because it's like uh, gotta get those V bucks. Few weeks until season twenty nine. No, I think it's season four, chapter two, season four. Did you hear about the like Epic Games and Apple and all that? Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Okay, I don't know if we did it on the podcast, but I don't think so. 
Yeah, it's stupid. Yep. Because uh, when you start up the game, does it say hashtag free Fortnite? Oh, yeah, yeah. What is that all about? They made a whole they made a whole uh, video, like basically just calling out Apple um, that plays when you go into Fortnite now. That's so weird that they like put it in the game and yeah. it's not like a social media thing. It's like an intense thing. The free Fortnite is in reference to Apple and now Google kicked them off the App Store. Google did too? Yeah, Google Play Store. You can't wow. get it either. Um, and I don't know the exact specifics, uh, so forgive me, but uh, there was a statement that came out that like I think by the end of the month or something along those lines, Fortnite's going to lose access to the App Store or like Epic Games is going to lose access to a bunch of apps, including Unreal Engine, which mm-hmm. is what they use to develop. Jeez, yeah. So like it seems to be backfiring, their whole thing with... Uh, and the, the whole thing was they, uh, they wanted to discount their in-game currency because I think... I want to say Apple takes 30% of all in-game currencies from across the board, yeah. uh, anyone who's in the App Store. And so Fortnite uh, is basically calling that out as a monopoly and saying that they, they will no longer do that. And they went against the... Um, the standards and lowered their, I think they like, they did something like created a link so that when you purchase in game currency, it goes directly through their store mm-hmm. rather than through the app store. Um, so that it's cheaper oh. and that went against the policy. And so started this whole thing, but it doesn't seem like they're making any headway. I uh, can't imagine. Yeah. You know? Tim cook, um, of Apple basically put out a um, statement that was like, yeah, we're not going to make any exceptions for Epic games. Um, yeah. you know, we're, going to keep treating them the same as we treat everyone else they probably like it must be a money thing i'm at like epic games it seemed like a publicity move um and i mean i'm all for like speaking out against the the bigger you know the big corporations who are you know unjustly profiting or whatever yeah. i just don't know if this is a case of that or right not. <laughs> it's i feel like your resources could be better used elsewhere yeah i think ultimately it's where epic games get more money i imagine because yeah. they don't have to pay the 30 percent Right. Even though prices may seem lower, they're mm-hmm. getting more in the end. They're getting more, right. I but see what you're saying. I mean, I also think Epic Games is in a position where they are making mad money. That was my thought. And like, that's the weird dichotomy of it mm-hmm. is like, you got to be that big to even have Apple hear you, I feel like. Right. Or to even get to this point. But also, if you're that big. Like, are you really going to be that guy? You know what I mean? Right. And like, I don't know the answer to that question, but it that seems to be like the the paradox or the catch twenty two. Like, once you're that big, don't bother fighting. But you have to be that big in order to fight if you want to. Right. So if it's but, what they really like, if it's not some kind of publicity move, and they're like legitimately think that what is being done is wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a developer. I don't have an app in the app store, but yeah. I'm just like, that was my thought. I'm like, aren't you guys doing good enough? Like, like do you really need an extra $20 yeah. million dollars a year? Like, I don't know, but maybe they're not making it. I don't know. I really, yeah. I imagine. Uh, yeah. I mean, with the microtransactions alone, those, oh. those rake in millions a year. Dude, I think about it all the time. Cause as soon as a new season comes out mm-hmm. in Fortnite, you the day of you're already fighting a bunch of people who have everything in that season unlocked which yep. means they dropped the money that day you know what i mean and yeah who, i can't imagine how many people are playing the game you oh, know what i mean yeah it's wild i so. do wonder how much of their profit comes from apple and google yeah because i i in my head i don't see many people playing fortnite on uh, like 
on their phones. Right. I mean, I I could see a good number, but nothing compared to PC and console. I had it downloaded for a little while, and I'd, I'd played a couple matches on it. I have a couple friends who play on their iPads. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can get, uh, I think, a PS4 controller is compatible with it. Yep. Um, so people will play that, like, on break and stuff. And they, I don't... I think you can still play it if you have it downloaded, but you can't get it from the App Store right now. So once the next season comes out, it won't be able to update because mm-hmm. it won't be in the App oh, Store. Geez. So, yeah. So that will make it unplayable. Yeah, right. So it's pretty wild. Um, this is loosely related to Fortnite. Uh, not really. I'm trying to build a transition here. <laughs> That's related to Fortnite because building. Yeah. You ever play Sea of Thieves? So, yeah. Yeah? You yeah. Have? I played it for the first time like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. It It is very funny. It's a really funny game, and I don't know why it's so funny. Well, I mean, it's just like dumb fun. Like, you can yeah. shoot yourself out of the cannon. You can eat bananas. Yeah. You can, like, just do goofy pirate things. Yeah. Um. So, all I did, and for anyone who doesn't know, I guess the relation to Fortnite is that it's just like you can, you can play teams, and you're basically just... Uh, four pirates, up to four pirates mm-hmm. on a on a ship, just traveling around, finding stuff. You can do quests. You can blow up other team ships. Yep. Like it's basically what it is. Um, but you can get drunk. And all I did, I made my friend Jamie so mad. <laughs> all I did was keep drinking yep. until I blacked out. And at one point, it was so funny because we didn't know. Um, me and me and my other friend uh, both kept drinking in the game and started throwing up. We didn't know that you eventually start throwing up. So at one point, Jamie is like, Brett, you're throwing up everywhere. And on my, my side, I literally, the screen was black. Like first, (laughs) yeah, I couldn't see anything. I was like, dude, I blacked out. I literally can't see anything. He's like, you're throwing up. I'm slipping all, I fell off the ship. So I threw up enough on him that he slipped and fell off the ship. I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't know. That's incredible. But when you like drink, it's so fun if you take like two or three drinks because walking is nearly impossible. Oh my God. The camera just sways it's on crazy. a boat. On too. the boat. I know. It's so crazy. But um, yeah, we played We played one night and it was a lot of like, I was not cooperating. So a lot of it was oh my fault. God. All I was doing was like picking up leeches and then you can walk up to a friend and like present it to them, <laughs> which is me and my friend Brian were doing that like back and forth like he would run up to me and be like hey Brett you ever seen one of these and he's just holding a <laughs> banana and you can just like you lift your hand just a little bit as if to be like, like look, eh. look what I found look what I got and so <laughs> that was for whatever reason like the funniest thing in the world that yeah. night we were dying laughing um, so had I cooperated I think it would have been a little bit more fun because we went to one uh, well I had a blast but I mean for the rest <laughs> everybody of everybody else yeah uh, so <laughs> next time I promised I wouldn't drink as much but um, <laughs> basically we found one island with a boss and like a couple of the skeleton soldiers yeah. or whatever and then another team show up and they were like destroying our ship so we had to go after them and i was like all right this is kind of fun uh not a game i think i could play regularly right um because i think i don't know it, it's super fun it, it's very it's very funny with a group but mm-hmm. i couldn't see myself playing it unless like me and three other people wanted to play it's yeah purely multiplayer you can play it solo yeah but it's just like I, I played it when it originally came out, yep. and so the game was very bare bones. Like okay. you would go to islands and you would fight some skeletons, and you would get like a treasure. Like it was very formulaic, and there wasn't anything going on. You would yeah. sail the ocean, go back and forth. Since then, they've updated it insanely. Oh, and really? You, like you were saying, quests and stuff. Like yep. there weren't many quests. There wasn't like a lot of things to do. Yeah. And since then, they've done a ton of things. Like you can get attacked by a kraken now, and there's ghost ships. Oh, that's cool. There's it's a lot better. So I haven't played it since. But when I played it at the time. It is an absolute blast because yeah. 
there's a lot of teamwork involved in moving the ship. Like one guy has to check the map, yeah. while the other one has to like direct it, and other guy I think controls the sails. Yeah, I was the sails guy, and I was not helpful. Yeah, just... I rolled them all the way up, <laughs> and then just dropped them real quick, <laughs> and then I went up to the crow's nest. Yeah. And um, my friend Jamie was driving. I ruined his night. <laughs> He's like, Brett, tell me if I'm going to crash into anything. And I looked forward and I saw that he was about to crash into something. But I don't. then my brain went to, I wasn't even drinking in real life. So I don't know why this was happening to me. But then I was like, oh, what happens if I jump off the crow's nest? So I just jumped off the ship from the crow's <laughs> nest. <laughs> and then the next thing I hear is Jamie like, Brett, what the hell? I crashed into this rock. Why didn't you tell? I can't see anything. Because when you're driving, you can't see. Right. So you need someone directing. You need someone in yeah. the crow's nest. So, dude, it was, I had a blast ruining it's his life. It's so but, fun. Yeah. And especially when the ship, when you crash the ship, because then you had to go with a bucket in the base. Yeah, the, or the what is it below deck or yeah. whatever, and you pour the water out. Yep, it's just it's so like fun what you can do Dude, with it. It is so fun. It's mm-hmm. um the the I've only done the fun things that piss off the rest of my team, right. but I'm the definitely curious stuff. to try the fun things that are fun, fun that are fun for everybody. Because <laughs> yes. I also found like the the bombs, like the uh, I almost said pipe bomb, but what are they? They're like uh, like uh, grenades almost. Yeah, but. they're kind of like grenades, and I just threw one below deck and blew up oh our. My God. So everything starts catching on fire. <laughs> so I I threw it underneath because I didn't know what anything did. I'd never played. I, I mean, I knew it was gonna blow up, but I didn't <laughs> know like how bad. You know, like sometimes there's like no friendly That's fire or whatever. The perfect kid response. Like I threw it. I didn't know how I didn't bad. Know what <laughs> I was a child on a pirate you ship. Were. I was like, I don't know how bad it was going to be. So I th- <laughs> it was so funny for me because I know what I'm doing, but I'm just listening to them talk about like doing the sails and like who's going to drive and steer and who's got the map and all that stuff. And I'm just running around like trying things. So I took like one of the grenades and I threw it below deck. Yeah. And then I ran out in front onto, you know, the long, I don't know what it's called, but the long post in the front of the ship just yeah. to see if I could stand on the tip of it. And I got all the way to the end of it. And then I turned around and I see things on fire <laughs> and I hear one of them go, who set everything on fire? <laughs> Why is the map burning? <laughs> And I'm just running around the ship, the like ship. doing things too fast for them to know that it's me. And they're like, "What is happening?" I'm like, "Sorry, I did it. I threw, I threw a bomb. I didn't know how bad it would be." Dude, I am I so glad I wasn't playing with you. No, dude, you would have been. I like, would have gotten. I'm nuts. never playing with you again. Um, I'm still getting text messages from Jamie about like, imagine what could have happened if we worked together. <laughs> He's still bitter, dude. And then at the end of the game, we were fighting that boss guy on the island. Um, I was in Discord with them. My phone died. And then, uh, and then I died in the game, and I was like, "Oh, what a bitter ending!" What to, a seriously like see to you a guys. wonderful. So did you just leave? Just like left, shut off yeah. your Xbox? Just yeah. out. It's over. It's like sorry guys, bye. <laughs> but go. Sea of Thieves is pretty fun. Um, we just jumped into it. I I had never played it. They had played it a little bit. But if you are looking for a game, it's free to play. Um, is it free to play? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, unless I got it through gold or something. It, it's definitely on Game Pass because it's oh, it's, it's Game Pass Xbox exclusive, but it's Game Pass. Mm. I misspoke. I'm sorry. That's all right. No, I just it's free I didn't to know play if it for went, me. <laughs> if you have Game Pass, but I thought it could be. I don't know, honestly. Let me find out. Let me find out. Because what if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, "Hey, it's free. What's the deal with it?" Plus, it's rare, rare games. So, you know. Oh, right, right, right. Um. I They're, was like, what do you mean? Get out <laughs> Get out It's rare. Um, yeah, they, uh, they've been back and forth with people liking their games. You know? Rare? Yeah. They, I always think of Donkey Kong. Yeah. they oh, And GoldenEye and uh, Banjo-Kazooie. And they've done a lot of good games. But since X, uh, uh, 
Microsoft has bought them. They've been kind of rough. Although Sea of Thieves is doing well. And their new game looks cool, but I forgot the name of it. Oh, it's... I'm going to go Wombus. It's 60 bucks. $60, Brett? Yep, it's a retail game. Huh. All right, so free to play on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, it is uh, cross-play, which is kind of cool. Oh, cool. Everybody I played with was on PC at the time. Oh, I see. I was on Xbox. Um, Yeah, it it does seem to be doing well. A lot of people streaming it, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm seeing on Twitch and stuff like that, so... But uh, that's it. I just wanted to bring that up because it's uh, it was pretty fun. And if you're looking for something to play with some friends, you can be pirates, dude. Papyrus. Let's go. Papyrus. 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 Nobody knows about that yet. Papyrus. Papyrus. When did it come up? Why did we? Oh, that video we did. Oh, I forgot. Papyrus. Papyrus. Yep. I'll be working on that today. Hopefully, I'll finish it. Let's go into food. Okay. Mm, delicious. This is going to be real quick. I want to show you what I made for breakfast this morning. Don't talk about Taco Bell. I'm n- Oh, I am oh. not going to talk about Taco no, Bell. No, Taco Bell. All right. I want you to take a look at this and tell me what it is. I hate it. What <laughs> is it? Okay. So it's... Oh. I, so it's uh, the base. Also, my hand. Stupidly sweaty. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You weren't even holding anything. <laughs> So let me just. Mm. Oh no! <laughs> now my phone is covered in it's your soaking sweat. wet. So the base of this yeah. is fried cheese. I want to say yep. or like nope. it's not grilled cheese. It's fried cheese. Fried cheese, and then I think I see some cheese provolone. Yeah. Oh, good eye. Oh yeah. my god. I'm professional when it comes to cheese. <laughs> What's your base cheese? Is it? Is uh, it it's, uh, uh, it's shredded? a Mexican blend. Ah, so Mexican blend shredded. And then the next layer up is provolone. And then the next layer up is two, I'm going to say eggs. I want to say they're over easy. They are over easy. Over easy with a little. And then actually below the eggs. Yeah, what do you got? I'm torn. It's either, ooh, I'm going to say sriracha. <laughs> it's 100% sriracha. <laughs> I was going towards ketchup. Oh, you've just gotten all the ingredients. Perfect. Right, let me see. How did you get the provolone? I can tell. It's a corner. <laughs> it's like a tiny segment of, like, it doesn't even look. It looks like provolone I don't, to me. Yeah. I mean, you're right. That's what it is. That's so amazing. All it's, right. Yeah, this go ahead. to be a... Uh, this might have to be a variant cover. What did I say the cover was going to be earlier? I forget. I forgot to. All right. Well, I'll figure it out. Uh, but I feel like you guys need to see this picture that Tim just got all the ingredients of. It's pretty beautiful. It uh, it looks from far away. It looks like ice cream. Oh, weird. It does. You're right. You know, it looks like ice cream with like a waffle cone base. Yeah. And some strawberry syrup and, and a piece of provolone because that doesn't look like it's a provolone. <laughs> Could be marshmallow. Oh, it could be. So here's uh, what I think this is. I think it's a reverse omelet. Okay. So I made the cheese. And I, here's the thing. I kind of wanted an omelet, but I was like, I don't really want... I want I want yolk in my eggs, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I made this cheese shell, yep. which I do for a lot of stuff. And imagine it's like tortilla. It looks like a big yeah, tortilla. Yeah, it's like a tortilla, essentially. You you put, uh, put butter in a pan, shredded cheese, mm-hmm. cook it in a circular shape. Right. Until... Cir- a circular shape <laughs> until it browns on yep. the edges. Then you put it on a plate, mm-hmm. right? And then while it's cooling, because you want it to cool a little bit, 
You make yourself the eggs, mm-hmm. right? You put the in the provo- same pan. In the same pan, mm-hmm. yes, in the same pan. But the cheese is on a plate already. The cheese is on a plate already, and then I put the provolone on the cheese. Which double cheese? I'm not sure if it's necessary. Necessary is not what we're looking for here, my friend. What are you looking for? Calories? Delish. Oh, delish. yeah, calories, fat, protein. And speaking of fat, yeah. the cheese the is cheese. the cheese that you that you fried. Yeah, it's the greasiest, butteriest, so demon. greasy, dude. It's so good. Yeah, it's keto pizza, right? That's what. Yeah, they essentially, do. that's why I started doing it. Yeah, yeah. um, but it's good because yeah. you made it for me once, and I was drinking it. it that's was right. So yeah. greasy, it but drips. It's, it's good. Yeah. You got to eat it over a plate. Mm-hmm. I really like it. But you do, you know, I've had too much before. One time I made like a small one and I was yeah. like, oh, I think I want more. I made a second one. After that, I was like, that was way too much. That was a lot. So um, you put the uh, put the uh, provolone on mm-hmm. and then I do a little bit of sriracha. Yep. And then you put the two eggs on top. So it extra melts the melted cheese, right? Mm-hmm. Then I folded it up and you hold the bottom so not too much comes out. And then when yep. you bite into it, the yolk in the cheese and yolk. the sriracha, <laughs> the yolk. Combo breaker. Is it a mess though? It was remarkably well contained. I almost filmed myself eating it to send to you Mm -hmm. to be like, look how much of a mess this isn't. I would have been impressed. My hand was greasy Mm -hmm. and the plate was a little bit messy, but most of the yolk just stayed. That's what I thought would have been pouring all over. Me too, but it wasn't. It's kind of like a golden moment. Mm, I do love a golden moment. Oh, man. It's been a while since I had one of those. If you're looking for the ingredients to a golden moment, go ahead and order yourself your favorite pizza. Uh-huh. Leave some slices in the fridge. Yep. The next morning, microwave it. Mm-hmm. While it's in the microwave, fry yourself up an egg. Mm-hmm. When you take the pizza out of the microwave, right. put another slice of cheese on top of it. Uh-huh. It can be any kind you want. And then put the egg on top of that cheese. Consume. Consume. A golden moment. The golden moment. And then when you get to that egg on the za, when it, bro. When it explodes. You get the egg on the za, dude. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. It is good stuff. I'm done. Since we're in food, I'm gonna. There's something that's been in our notes for a while that I, I'm gonna talk about real quick. Yeah, dude. I'm ready. Let's go. Uh, what did I name it though? Hold on, I gotta find our notes again. When you get to the egg on the side, dude, it's so good. The deadly goldfish. Oh, the de- I saw that in there. What is that? <sighs> so, uh. Uh, mom, our mother. Yeah, I'm familiar. That's, that's her first name, mom. Right. Um, our, mo- our mother, mom. Mom, yes. So she has this friend that sells a bunch of bread and like, uh, what's the word? It's the people who do... Goldfish. What do they call? Uh, is that Pepperidge um, Farm? Yeah, Pepperidge okay. Farm. Yep. So she sells a bunch of bread and Pepperidge Farm snacks, yeah. treats, all those things. Um, but she gets them from. I think she works at a bakery or at the supermarket. Okay. And so these are all like really close to the expiration date, or a little over, but not terrible. Okay. So she sells it to mom, super discounted price. Yeah. So mom gets a bunch of these. Perfect. And, and so mom's uh, got a supplier. A supplier. More often than not. I'm choking right now. Uh, you have to eat it like within two days because it all goes bad. Gotcha. Okay. So mom got goldfish. Yeah. Um, this year, about a few months ago. Okay. And uh, on the goldfish, on the package was uh, Toy Story 4. It was promoting Toy Story 4. Okay. Which, to my knowledge, came out the year prior. That sounds right. So um, these goldfish were about a year over the expiration date. <laughs> right. Um, 
but I ate them. I was like, these are fine. As I would. Um, they were they were these little snack bags okay. like that kids bring to school. It had like, you know, 30 goldfish in it or whatever. Yeah. When did Toy Story come out? 2019. Yeah. So, yeah, about about a year yeah. then. Um, so, uh, I ate them once and, you know, I, I think everything went well. Sure. I ate them again. I think everything went well. Yeah. And then, um, both of those times, I had really, really bad diarrhea. <laughs> Really bad. Uh, and I never associated it with the goldfish. Yeah. So well, I had the goldfish again yeah. because it's like a pack of like 12 or whatever. Sure. So I occasionally just like. Okay. It's scarf. like those individual packs. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. So I just, you know, like shove a. Scarf them. Scarf them down. Yeah, dude. Is that the word scoff? No? Scarf. Scarf. So, you know, packs. Every now and again, I'll eat a few packs. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Terrible <laughs> diarrhea. And From so, goldfish? So I. I concluded, and I never made the connection until there's, like, four bags left. So I've had, like, diarrhea, like, for months. Because <laughs> I'm eating awesome. these. It's, it's, only, it's like, a day long. It's, yeah. like, it's just, it's, like, rockets. It's terrible. Oh, dude, it's <laughs> I, you know, if you're, if you're here this long for the podcast, yeah. I'm going into full this detail. This is what happens when you stay till the end. So I finally deduced that it had to be the goldfish. So for science sake, right. I ate another bag. Of course, for because science. Because I had to know. Yeah. Following day, boom. Yeah. Explosive. Confirmed. Confirmed that I've been poisoning myself with this goldfish. How could that be? I looked at the ingredients. It's flour. The only thing I can think of is maybe the real cheddar cheese. Um, yeah. But the ingredients are so basic that nothing in it i imagine would make me feel sick dude that is really weird i couldn't i've never it like, was your standard like cheddar goldfish yeah it was in the shapes of like woody's hat and like buzz light here oh, it the was shapes it was the shapes you know shapes give you diarrhea i just for the life of me couldn't figure it out and it was it so they're the deadly goldfish and i i was this close to giving you a pack to, to see, see what would happen to see what oh would happen <laughs> but i was like i can't do it to him i can't i want i wanted you to test it because that's the only thing i could figure do out you still have them no they're gone oh. we do have another set of goldfish from the same litter i guess <laughs> <laughs> these ones are easter goldfish are you have you eaten those ones no are you gonna i don't think so you gotta try Dude, I don't want it again. You gotta try, dude. <laughs> it's so bad. And I'll it, give them. I'll give them to my kids. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so long no, story short, avoid goldfish if they're wow. a year old. That's funny because I would one hundred percent be like, eh, year old, whatever. Right, because they were still they were still crunchy. They weren't like stale yeah. or anything. They were unopened. There's nothing that got to them, and so uh, that's this is mostly a warning because. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, there was nothing wrong with them. They tasted fine, dude. Went down fine, but just the following day, I was just like toilet bound, and it was I, it was terrible. <laughs> <Toilet bound. laughs> it's like homeward bound, but yeah, you're stuck on the it's toilet. Different, yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, I mean, I dropped a bag of pork rinds upside down the other day at work. I just ate them all anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's dude. That's gross. That's like. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. My friend was like, dude, don't eat those. I was like, nah, man, I'm still going to eat them. They were two bucks. And he was like, that's all the more reason to throw them out. I was like, I don't have two bucks just hanging around. <laughs> Pork rinds are the worst things that, like, they're not worth saving. Oh, they're so good. It's and like, these ones were chili lime. Who cares? Dude, if I had them with me, I would feed you one <laughs> and you would like it. Also, are the apple floors just covered in pork rinds now? 
No, it was a pretty clean drop. Is like it like the, in the store or is it in the back? Like no, it's in the back. In the okay. back. Yeah, I just like imagine the, you sitting in the middle of the store, like helping a customer <laughs> eating pork. Rides, I wasn't eating pork rice. <laughs> and you turn it upside down. <laughs> no, you're like, it, oops. Let me it was get in the these. break room. It's very, oh, very clean. Sure. I just like I can't imagine someone's pork rindy fingers. It, dude, it was like half the bag, and I was like, I can't. This is my lunch. Tough times. What? <laughs> it's sad life for you, Brett. Pork so, rind. Pork rhymes. Pork rind. All right. I think that's all I got. The that's deadly all goldfish. Um, listen. So our podcast. Yeah. Every week, right here on whatever podcasting platform you choose. Spotify. Sound. Oh, Spotify. Yeah. What do you think I said? I thought you said Butterfly. Butterfly. Apple Podcasts. Uh, there are a bunch of other ones. A lot, a lot of other places. <laughs> Anchor. Google. I don't, and I think some people just use Anchor. That's weird. No, nah, man. It's a whole weirdo. A, that's weird. Don't use. I think. Anchor. I don't know. Let us know where you listen. And also find us on uh, Instagram. Hang out with us there. Check out the YouTube channel. We got a new video out today. Oh, right. And Nice squeak at the end. Tim's going to do end babble. It's me. Tim, your theme is chicken rainbow. Hmm. <laughs> so I wonder, is chicken the answer to the rainbow? The theory goes, a rainbow is the bow of the rain. And when you tie that knot, there's a leprechaun at the end. But what if the chicken was the gold at the end of the rainbow? And when you slide down the rainbow, the grease of the slide is chicken juice. So I'll leave you with this. Ride the chicken rainbow, and at the end, you'll find Lucky the Chicken Leprechaun. Part chicken, part man, all beast. Thank you. Um, so what's weird is like this is barely up. Like it's only right there. A little midgen. Yeah, and normally I have it higher. But the audio It's just weird. It's the audio seems louder than usual. A minute ago it wasn't working at all, and I had this issue with a mic yesterday or two days ago. So you think it's more of the interface and not so much the wire or Correct. Oh, correct. That is correct. This is the Keep Up Pod 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 Podcast.